for another night, oh God, another day, my Lord. We thank you, my God, for your mercy, my God. We thank you, my God, for for your protection, oh God. We thank you, oh God, for your provision, oh God. We thank you, my God, for what you're doing in this ministry, in this group, my God. Father, those who are on their way to join us tonight, my God, we ask, oh God, that you bring them safely, oh God. Father God, we lift up the speaker to you, my Lord, and we pray that you use his mouth, oh God, and not, let not be his mouth, oh God. Let it be your words and not his words, my God. Father, I pray, oh God, that you send your Holy Spirit, my Father God, to use him mightily, oh God. And we pray, oh God, that we, oh God, will be inspired, will be motivated, Motivated, oh God, we'll be encouraged by this teaching tonight, oh God, that we'll leave, we'll not leave the same way, oh God, we joined, oh Father God. Father God, we honor you, we bless your name, we exalt you, we thank you, Lord, for showing up, oh God, we thank you for your Holy Spirit, we thank you, oh God, for your mercy, oh God. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. All right, so without further ado, we're going to introduce, have Brother Tunde. Yeah, I wish I had, I wish I had like some, uh, like an audience, <laughs> but um clapping, but uh, I'm going to introduce Brother Tunde. He's going to be teaching us tonight on the topic, um, his name. And um, without further ado, um, Brother Tunde, you have the floor. Hello, everyone. Can you hear me? Yes, we can. Oh, thank God. I was scared. Uh, I've been trying to get this thing to come up. Okay, let us get started. Oh, sorry. Give me a minute. Uh, I'm not supposed to do that. Uh, okay, now I'm stuck here. And I'm not. Okay. All right, everyone, can you see my screen? Hello, can you hear me? Yes, we can see your screen. You're good to go. Good. Thank you very much. Okay. Let's bow our head for a quick prayer. Uh, Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for this evening. We thank you for the word that is about to go out. It's your word. It is not my word. You are the one that is doing the teaching and everyone is going to listen to you. I pray in the name of Jesus that you um, speak your word to everyone that is here tonight and let your word Touch us in the place that you have apportioned before, right at the beginning of time, so that changes will be made and your name will be glorified. Thank you. In the name of Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. All right. <clears throat> so, um, hello, everyone. My name is Tunde, and um, this is my first time um, presenting, uh, teaching on uh, Empower. And... Um, uh, I thank the AG Core leadership for the opportunity and the privilege, and um, I pray that everyone um, will have a blessed time in the presence of God. The topic tonight is His name. Um, uh, without any, um, without wasting any time, let's dig in. Now, the first thing I said was, when you say His name, what's in a name? Like, what's in a name? So a name is a word or phrase given to a person, like to be called uh, in order to designate and describe who the person is, to distinguish the person from other people, from, you know, when, when I call um, 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 Dr. Kian, Dr. Tumbi, or Brashion, Pastor Shion's name, in the midst of a million persons, their name is unique 
to them. Okay, that, that name is unique. So if there are 1,000 shown in a million crowd, in the, the crowd that has a million people, all the 1,000 shown will respond either by turning around, by looking up, by signifying, because the name is unique to them. But, it's, but that, you know, that talks about a name. So the first piece of information we have about a person is their name. So definitely, you want to know a person, you want to get to know the person, you get to know the name. So that name gives you the opportunity to continue um, knowing the person. So it carries the identity of the person. It carries the power, the significance that embodies that person. Now, so much so that when a name now comes with a title, now that has more power. So the name of a person in this day, in this day and age, a name either comes with a prefix or not, but either way, that name carries power, okay? Now, God, as we know it, is particularly about names. He is about names. I mean, in Genesis chapter two, verse 20, it's, I mean, after everything is done, he asked uh, um, Adam, go ahead and name all of my creation, everything he made. Let us, let us take a look at, um, at, at, that, at that passage, Genesis chapter 2, verse 20. Genesis chapter 2, verse 20. Um, yes. It says, and Adam gave names to all cattle and to the fowl of the air and to, the, to every beast of the, of the field. But for Adam, there was not found and help meet for him. But the whole idea is Adam gave names to everything that God created. In Genesis chapter 3, verse 20, it says, um, <clears throat> And Adam called his wife, his wife's name, Eve, because she was the mother of all living. Now, all this is based on the instruction from God. God is the one that is working through Sorry, everyone. We're having a little bit of technical difficulties. We're trying to get Brother Tunde back online here.
Hello? Can you hear me now? Yes. No, yes. Okay. Sorry about that. Okay. So let me dial back. Let me dial back. All right. So I started by saying, what is a name? What's in the name? A name is what we use. It's an identifier. What we use to, to, to identify someone. Uh, you know, it's a, it's a distinctive marker for all beings, for all persons. It's a, uh, it shows a shows the character, the quality of a, of, of, of a particular person. Now, much more so when that name comes with a title, now it carries more power. It carries more significance and it embodies that person. Okay. Um, the first, the first piece of information that you have about that you have about a person is their name. Is the first thing that you learn about anyone. The first contact you have with anybody, it is the name. So from that name, you get to know. Okay, this is this is who this person is, and you know, um, <clears throat> this is what the person is about. This is who they are. Then you can proceed to get to know the person better. So that is how important a name is. Now, God, as we know it, is particular about names. Please let me know if you can hear me again, so I can, I can, um, I can quickly adjust. Ah, so God is particular about names, and uh, in Genesis chapter two, verse twenty, He instructed Adam to go ahead and name the all the things that He created. And Adam did that, uh, as, as we see in Genesis chapter 2, uh, 2, verse 20. And Adam gave names to all cattle, and to the fowl of the air, and to every beast of the field. But for Adam, there was no found and help. In, in chapter 3, verse 20, it says, And Adam called his wife's name Eve, because she was the mother of all living. And in Exodus chapter 3, from verse 13, Moses said unto God, Behold, when I come unto the children of Israel and shall say unto them, The God of your fathers sent me unto you, and they shall say unto me, What is his name? What shall I say unto them? And God said unto Moses, I am that I am. And he said, Thus shall thou say unto the children of Israel, I am sent me unto you. Okay? So that is how particular God is about uh, names. It's very particular about it as, as seen in Isaiah chapter 48, verse 2. I am God, I am Yahweh. That is my name. And my glory will I not give to another, neither my praise to grave an image. That is how important the name is of is, is to God. God values the name. He values the name so much so that he places his name in high esteem. And whoever he gives his name to, there's there's a he, he expects the same reverence to be, you know, when that person handles his name. So we are God's creation, and definitely our name carries the same weight. But more about that later. Revelation chapter 14, verse 1, I will get to that later, which is the reason why I sort of um, put it right there. Now, let's move on. Now, why the name of Jesus? Now, Jesus has been called so many names. He's been called... Savior, as seen in Luke chapter 2, verse 10 to 11. There's a called Emmanuel, as seen in Matthew chapter 1, verse 23. 
is we call an advocate. First John chapter two, verse one to two. Is all powerful as in John 11, 38 to 45. He is the king of kings, as, as seen in 1 Timothy chapter 16, verse 15, about six, 1 Timothy 6, verse 15. He's seen as the, he's, he's been called the deliverer, as seen in Galatians chapter 1, from verse 3 to 5. He's been called the redeemer, as seen in Isaiah 59, verse 20. He's been called the light, as seen in John chapter 1, from verse four to five. But tonight, <clears throat> I want us to draw attention to something unique about the name of Jesus. In Philippians chapter two, verse nine, it said, therefore God also has highly exalted him and given him the name which is above every name. Now, this here is a very, I mean, while I was preparing this, the Holy Spirit dropped something in my heart about this. When the prophet Isaiah was talking about the birth of Christ, he said, it shall be called Emmanuel, wonderful counselor, prince of peace. He gave all these accolades. But in the book of Philippians, what God, what God did here sort of blew my mind. That God has highly exalted him and given him a, the name which is above every other name. Now, what does that mean to me while I was, while I was developing this? Something, something struck me and it was, it was something that was really awesome. And it is the fact that the name of Jesus, that God has highly exalted that name, it's, it's, it speaks to me as though God has exalted the name Jesus even above his own name. That sounds a little bit like a blasphemy, but it is not. We'll see. Let us look at the next slide. Now, the Father lives in the Son. Now, Jesus is not, was never on earth of his own volition. He came because it was on a mission. Let's look at Luke chapter 4 from verse 17 to 21. I'll read. And he was under the book of the prophet Isaiah. And when he had opened the book, he found the place where it was written. The spirit of Yahweh, which is God, is upon me because he has appointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives and recovery of sight to the blind, to set at liberty those who are oppressed, to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord. Then he closed the book and gave it back to the attendant and sat down. And the eyes of all who were in the synagogue were fixed on him. And he began to say to them, today, this scripture is fulfilled in your hearing. What is saying in essence, the spirit of God is in him. The Bible says in the book of John chapter one, in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. In him was everything created. So God lives in Jesus and Jesus lives in God. Jesus is God. Everything that he is, is found in the Father. Everything in the Father is found in him. There is no separating the two. Okay? Then he said in the book of John chapter 5, verse 43, he said, I am come in my Father's name. Now, let us look at that for a minute. Yes, Jesus Christ lives in God and God in Jesus Christ. But while on earth, he is coming as a representation of God. 
but he's not elevating himself above God. He's doing everything based on the blueprints that God has given him in obedience. So he came in the name of God. While he was on earth, all he did was in the name of God. Bible records different instances where he thanked God before performing a miracle. So there is a direct link between Jesus and God because the Father lives with him. Now, God has said something earlier, way in the period of Moses, in the book of Deuteronomy chapter 18, verse 18. He says, I will raise them a prophet from among their brethren, like unto thee, and I will put my words in his mouth, and he shall speak unto them all that I shall command him, and it shall come to pass that whosoever will not hearken unto my word, which he shall speak in my name, I will require it, that is, I will require my word of him, of that person who refused to hearken unto the word, which the prophet will speak in his name. And that prophet is Jesus Christ. So what I'm saying right here is God is showing himself in the son, which is Jesus Christ, okay? Every time Jesus Christ walks the earth, he tries to draw attention to the fact that everything he's doing right here is about God. And he pushed every attention towards getting man to reconcile himself to God. Okay? That is why they kept on saying, uh, you Pharisees who has told you to move away from the impending doom and go, come back to the Father, his message was all about repent ye therefore but the kingdom of God is at hand, always talking about the kingdom of God. He taught his disciples how to pray to God. All this he did because he's directing, he's directing all the attention towards God because God lives in him. He's doing the work of the Father. Now, in relation to the name, <clears throat> the Hebrew translation of the name Jesus is translated as Yeshua. Now, the meaning is God is with us or Yahweh is salvation. So when, when we look at even the, the, the Hebrew pronunciation itself of the name Yeshua, there is Yah, which is also in Yahweh. Another translator will call it Yah. Okay? So God is reflected in everything that Jesus did on earth, even his name. So when they say that his name will be Emmanuel, it said, God is with us. So there is always a link to God in everything that Jesus Christ did, even to his name. Now, Jesus the Savior is God's answer to humanity's calamity and woe. Now, I said something earlier about when a title comes uh, with a name, that there's, 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 I mean, there's, there's an added power that comes with it. The word Christ further signifies the uniqueness and the identity of the mission that Jesus Christ had on earth. Because he is Christ, it makes him the savior. It makes him the Messiah, the redeemer, the lamb of God. So Jesus, Yeshua, the Christ. That is God is the savior and he is the Christ. Emmanuel, God is with us, he is the Christ. He is the Christ, that is God is saving. Okay, so, so the name Jesus Christ is not detached from God. The name Jesus Christ is so much embedded in God itself. So the name Jesus Christ is not just standing or floating 
on his own because of one man that walked the earth 2,000 years ago. No. The name Jesus Christ had its bearing, at its roots, firmly and totally immersed in God. So God not only knows about the name, God is reflected in the name. So when you call the name of Jesus, when we look at the name of Jesus, just saying the name Jesus Christ, Jesus, there is God in it already. Okay? Now, what is the significance of that name? Now, the name of Jesus is infinitely glorious because of who it represents. Just what I've been saying since I started. Because of who Jesus Christ embodied, because of who is he was representing while here on earth, that name has become glorious because that name is not just synonymous with God. That name is God. Okay, so you don't just say Jesus and just attribute it to God. No, when you say Jesus, you're saying something that is filled with power, that is filled with glory, because that name represents the embodiment of God, the Godhead, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Which is why when I said earlier in Philippians chapter 2, verse 9, that God and exalted him and giving them the name that is above every other name. That's why I said that in my mind, I tend to see that God so much exalted Jesus Christ that he now gave the name Jesus Christ to be even above his own name. That is God's name. Now at the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow. Every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. Now Jesus Christ said so many times while he was here, that in my name, you will do this, you will do this, you will do this, you will do this. He said, no one coming to the Father except by me. So at the point of Jesus Christ coming to earth, dying, resurrecting, and you know, killing death itself, he has attained a place that is so glorious that God just has to give him that reverence that, yes, you are my son in whom I am well pleased. Now, his name has been exalted above every other name. So it's not just an ordinary name again. It is no longer just a name like Jesus or whatever it is, because there are millions of Jesus all over the world. But the particular name, Jesus the Christ, got an elevation, became exalted, because now it is now the name of God. So when you pray in the name of Jesus, you're not praying just to the Son, you're praying to God the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Praying in that name grants you access to God because Jesus Christ died, rose again, and is seated at the right hand of God, became an advocate, he is now an advocate. He's now doing so much stuff right there in heaven because of the glory that has been attached to that name. Where does that leave us? Let's take a look at Matthew chapter 28, verse 18. And Jesus came and spake unto them, All power is given unto me in heaven and in earth. Now, he's saying this emphatically. 
is saying this as uh, um, um, is saying it with all authority. Not that he's suggesting, not that he's thinking about it. He's saying it with serious emphasis that right now, every power in heaven and in earth is given to him. So right at that point in time, the person that they were seeing was not just Jesus Christ, the rabbi, the master, the person that broke bread with them, the person that was on the boat with them, the person that was you know, fishing with them. They were seeing God because right there, he made a declaration that at that point in time, he, he, was, he was literally exposing everything. He was just saying, okay, guys, this is it. This is the deal. Right now, as I'm talking to you, all power in heaven and in earth has been given to me. The deed is done. Look at verse 19. He said, go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost, teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you, and lo, I am with you always, even unto the end of the earth. Let's look at Mark chapter 16. Mark chapter 16 from verse 15. It says, and ye send unto them, go ye into all the world and preach the gospel to every, every creature. He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved, but he that believeth not shall be damned. Now, verse 17. And these signs shall, these signs shall follow them that follow, that, that believe. In my name, they shall cast out devils. They shall speak with new tongues. They shall take up serpents. And if they drink any deadly thing, it shall not hurt them. And they shall lay hands on the sick, and they shall recover. Where does that leave us? As believers, as born-again Christians, redeemed, watching the precious blood of Jesus Christ, we have access to the victory that Jesus gave by his death. The devil is already defeated. But if you don't enforce that victory, you're as good as still living in your mind under the shackles of the devil. Jesus Christ paid the price and did everything that was needed to set us free. And he said here, confirming that in my name, you will do X, Y, Z. He, he, he clearly, without missing words, he explained and spread everything out to them. That in my name, these are the things you will do. Now, the power and authority of the name of Jesus Christ rightfully belong to you as a born again Christian. And guess what? He expects you to use it. So the name that is above all other names is the name of Jesus. That name is given to you. So what do you do with it? Take me to my last and final slide. His name is the ultimate. It's everything is so pop it's awesome it's mind-blowing it's i mean i can't the, the time that i that i have is not enough for me to begin to tell you just how awesome that name is but look at romans chapter 10 verse 9 romans chapter 10 verse 9 i just read from my screen that if thou shall confess with thy mouth the lord jesus and shall believe in thy heart that God hath raised him from the dead, that shall be saved. Now look at verse 13. 
For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Now, I want to say the first thing there is, should there be anyone that is on this webinar right now that has not come in contact with the Lord Jesus Christ? The first thing you need to do is to first call on the name of the Lord Jesus to save you from the shackle of the devil so that you can partake in the victory that came with the death of Jesus Christ. Okay? Now, when that has happened and you are a part of the kingdom, then you have the access to the, to the following. You use the name of Jesus Christ to put sickness to flight. I mean, literally. Like, you have this sickness right there with you. You speak the name of Jesus with authority, believing and backing it up with faith. Sickness will literally go. Like, like leave. Like, the person becomes healed. Either you or whoever you're praying for in the name of Jesus. Second, use the name of Jesus to rebuke lack. Now, definitely you work and you know you, you expect to get paid or you, you, you naturally you expect prosperity. But should there be a case where you are literally saying that all your efforts are not coming to fruition, you're not really getting there, all you need is the name of Jesus. It's that powerful. I mean, it's not like it's a magic word, but it is a name that it's backed with God's authority. So in your mind, put together everything that you can imagine God to be, then multiply it by a billion, and then multiply it by tens of trillion. That is who God is. Now, all of that that you've just done, all that mathematics, put, it, put everything in the name of Jesus. That is what you have. Just you using the name of Jesus to do any and everything. Like these four that I have on the screen right here, they're just, they're just for the purpose of this presentation. What the name of Jesus will do for you is way much more than that. Use the name of Jesus to send demons back in. As evidence, when, when he met the man that was possessed with the evil spirit, they, the evil spirit practically begged that, please, Son of God, don't cast us out. That's how much, how much the, power, the name of Jesus is worth. So use the name of Jesus for supernatural protection. Now, when I say protection, I mean protection from what you normally on the, on the physical level who want protection for. But now you're not getting physical protection like from the cops, like from your security operative, like your guards and all of that. Now you're having supernatural protection from God. Like it literally protects you, it literally heals you, it literally provides for you, it literally holds you in his arms and keep you safe. And all you need is just a name. So this evening, I want to end by saying whatever it is that you must have known before now, believe me when I say that the name of Jesus is the ultimate. That's the only thing we need. That's the only thing that can save us from sin, that can keep us going through thick and thin in our lives, in all situations. When we have the name of Jesus, it should give us some sort of rest. And I know that God, through Jesus Christ, is always ready 
to help us. Thank you very much. God bless. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Thank you so much for an amazing uh, teaching, uh, Pastor Tunde. That was incredible. That was uh, in-depth and had adeptness to it. Thank you very much for that. I'm sure everyone picked uh, one thing or two from that teaching. And uh, we're going to get into our discussion and question asking um, segment right now. Um, if you would like to ask um, Brother Tunde any questions or chime in or add uh, to what was said tonight, please uh, feel free to do so. All lines are unmuted right now. Um, you can definitely uh, speak as you as you feel led to. If you are shy, not to want to talk, um, you are very welcome to uh, voice your opinions or your questions in the chat boxes as well. And unfortunately, for those that are calling, you wouldn't be able to do that. But you still have the uh, advantage of of speaking over your phone lines, so we can we can deliberate and uh, learn from each other. Do we have any questions from anyone tonight altogether? All right. While the while the um, thoughts have been uh, collated and put together, um, I think what I what um, was uh, super important to me from the teaching, or what I got the most from the teaching, was. Uh, was the fact that um, was the stemmed from the Hebrew translation of the word, which is the root of the word Jesus, anyway, of the name Jesus, if you will, uh, Ben Yeshua, and then we get the um, interpretation of that to mean that God is with us. Um, some would say that's Emmanuel, whichever way you want to look at it. Um, it stems on the fact that we've got God in our midst. All right. And um, I think we, we we tend to take a, a lot of things that are foundational to many um, many results or many things we do um, as believers. We tend to take those things uh, for, for granted or we tend to um, forget them so quickly that we stray away from the foundation. And that doesn't um, th that takes us from what should be happening and then we do other things uh, so so if we really if we're really meant to look at that interpretation of the word uh, <laughs> i like to using the phrase the master of the universe all the time god being the master of the universe being not only with us but on the inside of us all right um so in, in 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 the in the context of Jesus coming down and dwelling, God coming down and dwelling amongst us, that's a big deal. Okay, and I think it's the lack of realization or the um, I don't know what to call it. Where we, we don't we don't seem to put that into proper context well enough to really understand that God did come down here for us and stayed with us. That is huge. That has a big purpose. That has an, an, an enormous impact. And what used to happen when he wasn't needs to be put into perspective as well. When he wasn't with man on, 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 the, on the planet, what was life like? What were things like? 
Okay, and I think it's it's always very it's going to be very very important to distinguish before that time and this current time for us to be able to put that name into proper um use of authority, if you will. Um, it, it's like it's like the prodigal son or whoever it is, if you will. You see, you get something on a platter of gold, and it, that's just been your entire life, right? But then before then, some things had to happen. But if you'd never known much about what happened before those things, before the current era you're enjoying, um, you might not put enough um, enough reverence, if you will, or enough, um, enough uh, I, I don't know what to call it, the, the power that comes with this new era, you know, the achievement of this new era or the gifting of this new era doesn't seem to be put into proper into properties because we just don't know and i think that's that's a very big um very small uh point made tonight very quickly to us that i think is super 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 important because when we then know why god dwelled amongst men mortal men he he did he did he did that's a fact like he did and um, the reason for him doing that and um, what was accomplished in doing that as well. It, 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 I feel like one becomes the realization and proper understanding of that makes a believer become absolutely unstoppable. So that, that's, that's, that's one big point I, I want to reel us back into tonight to, to put into, to put under a microscope, to always remind ourselves of the fact that we had God amongst us, and now not only was He amongst us, is within us now. That's huge. Uh, yeah, and if we are to put our yeah. lives into context, we're like, ah, we, that, many things in our lives, in our lives as believers, don't don't seem to reflect the fact that He's in us because we don't know Him, we've not put Him or acknowledged Him. In those areas of our lives, being God, because if He was, man, some things would be happening, man. You know. Yeah, I think, that, I think, I think somehow we, 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 we. You, you made mention of something earlier, Pastor Shino. You said we sometimes take some things for granted. We take with levity. It, it, we, I mean, somewhere in our subconscious, we know that yeah, Jesus, yeah, yeah Jesus, Jesus, yeah, Jesus Christ, yeah, Jesus. But just like what you mentioned now. We, we need to take our time to just stop and consider the fact, just like you, you just, just mentioned now, that God in Jesus' form lives, lived on earth, like he walked on earth, and then he's living in us. So we as Christians need to be careful that we don't just take it with levity and we just, you know, just struts on with our Christian life and just say, yeah, it's Jesus. Hey, Jesus, Jesus, it's just, oh, Jesus. Oh, Jesus saved me. Hey, Jesus. And then we just exclaim, we just call his name anyhow. You know, the, the realization of God in his son, Jesus Christ. And then he now gave us everything that he is as his followers to carry on while we're on earth. So he did not just leave the earth. He left us here to continue being him so we are more or less his extension while we are still here on earth in this earthly form so we are carrying much more 
than we know. Like literally within us, we are carrying the power of God. The power of God through Jesus Christ, we are carrying it in us. So I, I think uh, we, it might, it's something that we as, we as Christians, we need to continue to remind ourselves often that we are not just like every other person. That we literally carry the Godhead in us. Right. That's 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 super. I mean, I wish there were English words I can I can. I'm sure they exist. I just need to start studying the more the more to come up with the proper um and the most descriptive terms to 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 describe what I'm trying to what I'm trying to um to or what we are all discussing tonight. It's it's. I know there's a song, undescribable, um, unimaginable, or whatever it is. You place, you put the stars in the sky, you know them by name. That's that's when we really put, when we really understand a God that dwells among men, you know, to to check this out now, to to redeem them and bring them back to Him. <sighs> okay, that that love that that sacrifice or just the act of that becomes completely undescribable you 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 become lost for words about it and that's why um as as christians it's it's always 2000 years 3000 years 5000 years from now uh the focus is always going to be about jesus people i mean the fold is going to stray at some point however uh, the main point behind the fold is going to remain about Jesus, and then everything else is going to come outside of that. Um, so I, I think I think that's because that's that's the reason why we're here. It's it's the it's the name Jesus. Okay, that's the reason why we come on here weekly. Not anything else. Everything else comes out of that. All right, everything else comes out of that. And it's always important that we don't we don't put you know the 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 hearse but uh, you know, ahead of the ahead of the horse but we don't put the cart ahead of the horse um but we actually put the power in front of everything else like you know pastor Chen just said and 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 pull with the right with the right um with the right with the right sequence i think that's super important any any other questions or um additions to to the points I think I think people. That's... Remember, remember, there was, there was, there was a, there was one of these teaching that he did, Pastor Show, way back, and I think when you first mentioned that most times we Christians we consider God, 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 and we sort of leave the person of Jesus Christ in our rear view mirror, and we, we kind of take his person like, no, God is, is God, and then Jesus Christ, yeah, he just came to die, and that's it. You know, when I first heard you say that, the first thing that first hit me was, what is this guy saying? Does he know who God is? I mean, how can you compare God with, with uh, Jesus Christ? I mean, there's no comparison, you know? So, but over time, I mean, that teaching of yours made me to literally go back and dig and find out, okay, what is what is Shem talking about? I mean, what is about this Jesus guy that's really, really, that's, that's so important that, that these guys are just screaming and just yelling. What's about? And it, believe me, it is mind blowing that the whole essence, the whole essence of any believer's existence, not just your Christian experience, 
your entire existence as a Christian, as a believer, starts and ends with Jesus Christ. I mean, when literally you, see, you, you, you come to the realization that the entire world itself was created by him, like he was the word that was spoken. And then this same word, at a point in time, had to come in human flesh. And he spoke with the authority that he had at the time, at the beginning of time, and healed and did all sorts of miracles. And that same word stood in front of a mere ant of a man called Caesar or uh, Herod and allowed them to kneel him to the cross. I mean, at that point in time, I was totally broken. Like, oh, this person of Jesus Christ, no, no, he has got no equal. So when I was when I was putting it together, it was just more confirmation that he is coming and everything he did is all leading us to God putting him right at the beginning, at the top of everything else. That this is my when when he was baptized and the dove came from heaven and said, This is my son in whom I am well pleased. I mean, that was just that was just a confirmation. Like it was like a prologue to his entire mission on earth, but God was literally letting everyone know that seriously, um, this is what I'm okay. Now, uh, there was something that I said I wanted to say at the end of it. Let's let's look at um, Revelation chapter 14, verse 1 to 3. I remember that I was going to that I, I wanted I wanted to mention that Revelation chapter 14, verse 1. And I looked, and lo, a lamb stood on the Mount Zion, and with him an hundred forty and four thousand, having his father's name, his father's name written in their foreheads. So, see, the name of Jesus Christ, the person of Jesus Christ, strongly, deeply embedded in God. Right here, right now, we having access to that name. If we don't wake up and come to the realization that we are handling something that is much more powerful than even nuclear bombs, then we will walk through life and we would have missed all the marvelous and important things we could have done with the name. Because this name is still inscribed in the, on the foreheads of people that the Lamb himself, Jesus Christ, is coming back with. So his name is embedded in the Father's name. So he, I mean, it's, it's a mystery that the person of Jesus Christ does not just, it's, I mean, he, he reveals himself, concealed, revealed, and he continued to just you know, flow in and out. And honestly, it is, it is indescribable. Believe me, it is something that we we'll need to pray to the Holy Spirit to continue to reveal him to us. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I, I, I guess here's some people are getting what I'm talking about. <laughs> uh, um, and and I, I always, you guys would know, I always try to emphasize that point to us. And and it's 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 only it's going to be gradual. Absolutely, it's going to be gradual. It's it's making sense, and I, and I'm glad it is that um we are not Christians that are 
ignorant of Jesus. We're not Christians that are fickle in our in our awareness of Jesus. You know, we, we would know instead of rather than knowing many things about God, rather than knowing many things about his ways and his, you know, will and what he wants from us and um, knowing very little about why and how all of these things come together, um, which is which is completely what our identity is. Oh, and so real quick before we before we wrap up, I just want to, you know, point. I think the reason why, you know, we we, we brought up this series being the one was to um was to really bring us back to the reason behind the Christmas spirit. I mean, I don't even know why people would think we're gonna have a Christmas without an acknowledgement of Christ. Yes, we do acknowledge Christ, but what exactly about Christ do we acknowledge? Okay, his birth. What for? I mean, what, what does that birth really do? I mean, that that is that is. That is crazy to think God will give birth to himself for some, for some, I mean, this should be like the, if, if Christians, if we were to really understand what this does and means to us, this is, this is a shut down party right there. I mean, for the entire yeah. month, Christians should be going crazy and like, yikes, it has nothing to do with gifts. It has nothing, nothing to do with, uh, oh, nah, this is this is this is the definition of our lives. Yeah. This is this if, if we were really to put it into proper context, this is this is huge. This is huge. This is really, really big. And I, I think, yeah, I wanna I wanna tie that into um God being with us or with with what Christmas really means. Really I mean the actual legit, you know, contextual meaning of Christmas. That that is massive, um, yeah. So thank you so much, uh, Pastor Tulia, for that for that great teaching. Um, Pastor K, do you have anything to um, add to what we've uh, spoken to tonight, or any announcements um, we already um, are aware of for the weekend? Ah, uh, well, I just wanted to quickly announce that we have, um, for those of you who know or do not know. Um, Two of our members lost their mom. So this weekend coming up is going to be the song of service and the burial. Um, we sent, um, actually Dr. Tumbi uh, sent out the information for that on our group chat. If you did not receive that, please just you know privately message me. Um, but it's, it's going to be at the Gorina Funeral Home on Friday. The viewing is 4 to 6.30 and a service of songs starts at 6.30. Then the wake is going to be at 9 to 1 in Queens and the burial is the next day. So um just take a look at that it should be in our group chat um and i think that's about it um and we have there's bible study tomorrow and provoke heavens on thursday at 6 p.m um and then i know we do have we're having um a special prayer this next week i'm not i'm not exactly sure of the details on that but keep your ears open for that and i think that's our announcements for tonight Awesome. Uh, thank you very much, uh, everyone, for uh, logging on tonight. I'm sure um, you must have heard something that that um, have helped you or spurred something uh, different within you. And um, uh, keep keep learning about this Jesus. Keep learning about about what is intent, you know, for for you as always been. And 
and and and and use it for for your for your relationship with him. It's it's really about you and him and seeing him experiencing him in your lives. All right, I will I'll pray us out and we will go have a good night. Uh, Father Lord, we thank you so much for your love, for your son, for your sacrifice, for this amazing time, for the for the fact that we um have the opportunity to be able to come to you and to learn about you from you and not from ourselves or from anybody else the opportunity to be able to do that is 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 so big and we thank you so much for it father lord we say without be exalted in the mighty name of jesus we thank you for the hearts that have received this word tonight we thank you for how it's going to be helping them uh put them together helping them launch into greater experiences in you father god we thank you so much for the for the for the hearts that will be putting this in other people's hearts as well. Um, I will thank you for the for the for the fruits that will be coming out of it, and our and our lives and worlds are going to be changed by it forever. For that we say, without be exalted in the mighty name of Jesus, we thank you for the speaker that has spoken tonight as well. We ask that you continue to uh, teach and direct him in the way he should go. Um, about about you, Father Lord, thank you so much. And uh, as we leave tonight, Father God, continue to uh, we 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 tap into your into your grace, we tap into your mercy, we tap into that love you've got for us. We lay all of it. We take authority and power over the devil's antics and his and his and his and his and his wheels over our lives, and we cancel them in the mighty name of Jesus. Um, thank you so much for an amazing session tonight, Father Lord. We say with that we exalted in the mighty name of Jesus. For in your Son's name, Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. 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 All right, people. Good night, everyone. Have a good rest of your holiday. Be blessed. Good night.